Welcome to the Essential Tennis Podcast. If you love tennis and want to improve your game, this podcast is for you. Whether it's technique, strategy, equipment, or the mental game, tennis professional Ian Westerman is here to make you a better player. And now, here's Ian. Hi, and welcome to the Essential Tennis Podcast, your place for free, expert tennis instruction that can truly help you improve your game. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Tennis Express. Please check them out this week by going to EssentialTennis.com slash Express. Thank you very much for joining me on today's episode. We're going to be talking about the return of serve today, exactly how you can be the best returner possible. And specifically, I'm going to talk about the X factor when it comes to being a, a high quality returner of serves. And before we get to that, we're, we're coming up on Thanksgiving and I, you know, I just real quickly just wanted to say that I, I'm really thankful for all of you listening to this podcast. Um, hopefully this doesn't come off uh, too overly uh, sappy, but but seriously, I, I really am. I mean, the, the podcast is the way that I began EssentialTennis.com. It was really the first thing along with my, my blog. I really didn't start getting into video until quite a ways into it, and so it's just yeah, it's just a special part of the site for me. And a lot of you have been listening for quite a long time since close to the beginning of the site. So thank you all so much for your support over the years. I, I really do appreciate it, and I'm just really thankful thankful for the group of players that I have that are you know the listeners of the show and and follow the website and keep coming back over and over again, post questions and and comments, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I, I really hope that that the show continues to be a help to those of you listening and and thank you thank you for your support i really appreciate it very much coming up on thanksgiving so i I just i wanted to share what i'm thankful for there uh when it when it comes to the podcast and those of you that listen i'd I'd love to hear what you're thankful for by the way um tennis wise or, or or otherwise feel free to leave that in the comments for today's show episode number 197 and you can leave those at essentialtennis.com slash podcast All right, let's get down to business. Sit back, relax, and get ready for some great tennis instruction. All right, let's talk about the return of serve. And please excuse me, by the way, I've been fighting off a cold for the last two days. Um, Doing pretty well, but I may, you know, take a, a few more pauses here and there than I typically do to to clear my throat, etc. So apologize for that in advance. So today's topic comes to us from Justin in Downey, California. He's a 3.5 player. Justin wrote and said, I'm listening to McEnroe talk about Agassi, Connors, and Djokovic being the best returners of their time, but all they're saying is they keep the return deep, and that's about it. In your opinion, what is it that makes a good returner? Depth, power, taking it early, angles? Or all of these. I went from a 3.0 player to a 3.5 player by taking lessons. Now I'm playing 4.0 tournaments and winning matches just because of your podcast. Thank you for what you do. Uh, Justin, thank you for that. I, I appreciate it. And uh, great to hear that y- you found so much help in, in the uh, the podcast. It's great. Keep up the, uh, the good work. All right, so let's talk about the return of serve. And I'm going to break this up into three different main categories, and there'll be several elements under each of the three categories. The, the three main categories that 
kind of the, the main groupings of skills that you need to be a high quality returner are reaction time and timing, shot selection, and anticipation. And I've kind of titled each of these different main groupings with a, a certain kind of phrase or name, technical skills, the art, and the X factor in that order. So let's start off with reaction time and timing. These are kind of the technical skills. I mean, w without the technical skills of good reaction time and good timing of your swing technique, you can pretty much forget about being a good returner. I mean, you, you can stay back and kind of hang back and give yourself plenty of time and plenty of space and still be able to put the ball in play. But when you're talking about professional players, and especially professional players that are known for being some of the best returners of all time, it's, it's just kind of a given. If you don't have those skills, you can forget about it. And for the, all of you listening at the recreational level, if you don't have those skills, you can pretty much forget about being known as the good returner. You, know, you might be able to do just fine, but you're never going to really excel. So uh, these are the technical skills. So, so what is under this heading? I've, I've got three different things. Number one, ability to take the serve early. That's a reaction time skill. So, and what taking the ball early means is just simply getting up probably a little closer than what most people are comfortable with, closer to the bounce of the ball specifically. And very often taking it early refers to hitting the ball while it's on its way up from the bounce instead of on its way down. And this is something that Agassi really kind of made popular when uh, he was in his heyday. I mean, he was one of the one of the first players in the kind of the big hitter ground stroke era, ground stroker era to just stand right on top of the baseline and he refused to be um bullied around. He refused to be pushed back and he just took the ball early. He took it right off the bounce. So when players were backing up further and further and hitting the ball harder and harder, he decided to take a stand and just stand there on the baseline and take it early right off the bounce. And that's why he was such a good returner because he took the return or one of the reasons why it's not the only reason uh, is because he was very good at taking the ball early. So really important skill. If you want to really pounce on those returns of serve, especially against a bigger server, just because you're playing against a bigger server doesn't mean you have to back up. Oftentimes it, it's kind of necessary to give yourself a little more time, but good returners can just stand their ground and take it early instead of backing up to give themselves more time. So that's number one under reaction time and timing. Number two, um, not only take it early, but direct the ball effectively. So this is kind of the nuts and bolts as far as being accurate and placing the ball well. And what I mean by that are con effectively controlling the width of the shot, the depth of the shot, and the height of the shot. So essentially, closely controlling the placement of the return of serve. Um, and that on top of taking it early. So, so not only do you have the timing and the skills, the reaction time to be able to take the ball early, but you can also, within the, the confines of that type of timing, place the ball well. And you can hit an angle, you can hit it deep, you can purposefully uh, hit it short. And very often you'd only, you do that in conjunction with that angle, kind of hit a short angle, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So a really important set of skills, obviously, is being able to direct the return of serve 
while taking it early. Now, the, the important part to understand about this section, reaction time and timing, the technical skills, is that it can be learned. These are things that can be learned. We're going to talk about other things that uh, they're much more difficult. They're much more abstract of skills to, to actually develop in a player. It doesn't mean that it's impossible, but they're much more difficult. And reaction time and timing and the, just the technical skills of being able to direct the ball, those are things that you can learn. So, so don't think that you have to be born a natural returner. Uh, you know, as far as tennis is concerned, that's not the case. You can learn these things. Okay, so those are the technical skills. Moving on to the, the middle section here. This is the art, the, the art form. And, and this um, heading or this kind of grouping of skills has to do with shot selection. So number one skill under the shot selection heading is that this type of player, the player that is a good quality returner, can pounce and drive a return whenever possible. We're basically, basically going to talk about three phases of play. You, you've heard about offense, neutral, and defense. That's what we're going to talk about here. A good returner is able to hit offensively, and that means kind of pounce on it and drive the ball with topspin, or just a flat drive as well, is able to do that whenever possible. And seemingly when it should be impossible. <laughs> and this, again, this is what Agassi did so well was he took serves that other players were having a hard time just getting back. And he was actually hitting offensive shots off of those same serves. And so he kind of flipped the game on its ear for, for a little while there with his skills as a returner. And this is something that, yes, Djokovic is really adept at this. Andy Murray is a is just an excellent excellent counterpuncher and so so as a result his his return game is just i i think he's he might even be a better returner than Djokovic um personally i mean this obviously is subjective but um amazing returner as well and that's something that both of them do as well as well as Agassi did extremely well was be able to pounce on a serve that should be tough and redirect it as an offensive shot back so being able to, to take that and use that shot selection is a big, big element of being a good returner. So that's offense. Next up is neutral. Um, a good returner can take a short reaction-type block when necessary. And this is the tip that you've all heard a million times. Shorten the backswing and, and just control the return of serve back. So this would be the neutral-type return of serve. You're not taking a big cut at it. But you're not just sticking the racket out there and just blocking it either. You're still making a follow-through, but it's it's abbreviated with the backswing and it's controlled and it, controlled. That, that, that's the best word to really describe it. So a, a good returner, again, this kind of the art is being able to distinguish between these two and also the third one we're about to talk about. And this would be a neutral ball. And being able to, to take this controlled reaction of a return and and still be able to direct it and aim it effectively and just place it well. And then lastly, we'll talk about defense. A good returner is able to take an emergency situation and just get it in when necessary. So just a super, super high quality serve that most players would miss completely or maybe um, you know your typical player would overswing and overhit and make an unforced error. A good returner is able to really dial it back, 
just get the racket on the ball, sometimes you know, just barely, and just block it back and just get it in play. A good returner knows when to choose between pouncing on it and going for it, being a little bit dialed back and hitting a neutral controlled shot back, or just going into emergency mode and just placing it in play, just blocking it, just getting it back in. And and very often that means that the very next shot the, the server is going to be attacking, but at least the returner made it. A lot of being successful at tennis is knowing when to just put the ball in play. And, and you know, any other attempt above and beyond that will lead to errors a significant you know percentage of the time and a smart player is able to to realize that and just get it in and that's why this is an art that's why shot selection and choosing between offense neutral and defense really is kind of the art of returning because you have to be able to read the the situation in a split second and i mean split second and choose the right shot accordingly offense neutral or defense uh, so that's the middle section, shot selection, and that's the art. Uh, you know, it, that, and that's subjective, but but you 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 could certainly title other elements of returning the arts. But but I'm I'm trying to group these as as logically as as I think I can here, just to to make the most amount of sense, and uh, just so everything's not jumbled together as well. Okay, so that was the middle section. Now we're going to move on to the last section here, and that is anticipation. This is the X factor. The, the, these are the the skills that really, I mean, I mean, if you have the reaction time and the timing, the technical skills, then you're going to make a lot of returns in general. If you have the art, the shot selection, you can be really effective. If you add on top of those first two elements, the X factor, which are the, the different elements we're going to talk about under the heading of anticipation, now we've got something really special. We've, we've got a player that really has every facet of being a high-quality returner down and can really do really extraordinary things off the return of serve in situations where most players are struggling to just get the ball in play. So what does anticipation mean? I've got three different things here. Number one, reading the toss. This is one of those things that really rarely gets taught. High-level players are are just kind of naturally looking for this, and beginners and lower-level players just don't even know that this exists. (laughs) But reading the toss and and just in general reading the mechanics and reading the technique of your opponent as he or she is physically preparing and getting ready to hit the serve can add a lot to your anticipation. Keep in mind that when a player tosses the ball over their head, it's going to be usually some kind of topspin or kick serve. When they toss it kind of just right over their shoulder, it could be a slice or a flat serve. When they toss it well out to the right, look for slice the majority of the time. You know that's that's just kind of a general um, guideline there. It it can vary from that, but that's a general guideline. Look for that. Every player is a little bit different with their technique tendencies and how they like to hit the ball. Keep that in mind. Um, and then number two, under anticipation, the X factor, picking up on patterns. This is closely related to uh, reading the toss, but it is different. A lot of times, different players in certain point situations will always pick a certain serve selection, whether that be placement or a type of serve, you know, spin or flat, top spin or slice, or a combination. You know, when a player is in a, a pressure situation, maybe second serve, 
down break points or upset point or whatever, they will always serve heavy spin to the backhand side. Okay. And, and these, that's just a general, just a generic example. Most players have patterns like that. And if you're paying attention, you can pick up on those patterns, start to read them, start to anticipate them. And then that leads us directly into the third sec, a third skill under anticipation, taking action accordingly. So you start to read the toss, you start to pick up on patterns, you start to read what is coming and start to anticipate what's coming, and then good returners are able to act on that information and kind of act on that instinct and make a move. And that might mean running around a backhand, that might mean uh, moving forwards uh, on a first serve when, when you have a good feeling that a spin serve is, is coming instead of a flat one. Etc. Etc. means making a move early, and this is again the X factor. The, the anticipation on return of serve can be the difference between being successful and not being successful. If you can really pick up on these things, pay attention, and put them into action. All right. So there, you, there you have it. That that's it, Justin. That that's my outline for being successful as a returner. Trying to keep things uh, pretty simple, short and sweet uh, today. And again, just as a quick review, number one, the number one section was just the technical skills, reaction time and timing, ability to take the ball early, ability to direct the ball, even when you're taking it early. And remember, those things can be learned. I mean, and those are really the basics. You need to have those skills if you want to be a high quality returner. Second up was the art of returning shot selection, being able to pounce on a drive whenever possible. That's the offense, neutral and defense. Being able to, to mix and combine all three phases, do it appropriately, and at the right time. And then lastly was the X factor, anticipation, reading the toss, picking up on patterns, and then taking action accordingly. So Justin, hopefully this gives you a really good idea of what you need to work on if you want to be a high-quality returner. Hopefully it gives you a little bit of insight into what those players are doing really well. Agassi, Connors, Djokovic, I mentioned Murray in there. Watch, watch for these things, and you'll see what I'm talking about. So, Justin, thank you so much for being a listener. Thank you for submitting your question. I really appreciate it. Great stuff. Take care, and please let me know if I can be of any further assistance. All right. That does it for episode number 197 of the Essential Tennis Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it very much. If uh, you're looking for any kind of tennis gear this week, do me a favor and check out my sponsor, which is Tennis Express. Please uh, check them out by going to EssentialTennis.com slash Express. That'll shoot you right on over to Tennis Express and put a little tracking link in your browser so that if you make any purchases, a small percentage comes back to help support the Essential Tennis Podcast. So. So win-win. You can get the, uh, the stuff you need at good prices, and you can help support the, uh, the podcast as well. So uh, please consider that. And thank you to everybody that has been using that link. I really appreciate it. All right, I want to read a couple of quick comments from people uh, that were left for last week's episode, 196, about using short courts correctly. And thank you to everybody that left comments, by the way. I really appreciate all the feedback on last week. Uh, first of all, I want to read one from Mark in San Diego. And uh, Mark, by the way, I, I want to apologize for not including you. I, I, I realized this after I published the show last week. 
Mark has been nice enough to come and visit during the the clinics in Palm Springs the last couple of years and did it uh, came out again uh, when I was out there a couple of weeks ago and Mark I, I'm really sorry I forgot to mention your name at the the beginning of the the episode last week when I thanked everybody who came out uh, so thank you for coming out and saying hi always really nice to see you so so Mark left this comment for episode number 196 about short court and never fails that when I jump into hitting uh, the full length of the court, I just have a bad day. It feels like I never get my rhythm. I just have a huge number of unforced errors. I also use this to get into um, it, it to get really good at looking at the ball all the way through the point of contact. If I do this during short courts, everything else just flows a lot easier. All right, good stuff, Mark. Yeah, that's exactly what I was talking about in last week's episode about building rhythm and using it as a warm up instead of just going back and hammering full court shots right away. Great to hear that you've had success with that, Mark. And then similar uh, from Eric. Eric's a great topic. I started doing this only after I had been playing for a number of years, and it made a huge difference in my singles game. As a result of these drills, I was able to finally comfortably put away short forehands and backhands with control and angle. Easily overlooked practice technique. Thank you for posting. And I, I just thought that was a really good element that Eric pointed out, something I didn't talk about in the episode last week. That's a that's a shot that so many recreational players struggle with. The short, weak, you know, sitter, forehand or backhand ground stroke, where you know that you clearly have an opportunity to attack, and yet so many rec players just miss that shot, just hit unforced errors over and over, and they're just not comfortable with hitting shots from that place on the court and or kind of generating their own pace off a shot that's just sitting there. And Eric makes a really good point that getting comfortable with short courts can really help your comfort level in dealing with those shots during actual points. It gives you the the feel for those shorter shots. And I, I just think that was really good observation, Eric. So Eric and Mark and everybody else that left comments for last week's episode, thank you so much. If you have any comments or questions about today's episode, which was about the X Factor and return of serve, please leave those by going to EssentialTennis.com slash podcast. So that does it for this week. Happy Thanksgiving to all of my uh, uh, listeners in the U.S. And um, again, really thankful for all of you listening, not only those of you in the U.S., but, but abroad as well. Really appreciate all of you taking the time to listen to the episode today. And I'll be looking forward to next week. Until then, take care and good luck with your tennis.